Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 123 To you I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. As the eyes of the servants look to the hand of their master, as the eyes of a maid to the hand of her mistress, so our eyes look to the Lord our God, until she has mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, O Lord, have mercy upon us, for we have had more than enough of contempt. Our soul has had more than its fill of the scorn of those who are at ease, of the contempt of the proud. Jeremiah chapter 7, verses 16 through 26. As for you, do not pray for this people. Do not raise a cry or prayer on their behalf, and do not intercede with me, for I will not hear you. Do you not see what they are doing in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? The children gather wood, the fathers kindle fire, and the women knead dough to make cakes for the queen of heaven, and they pour out drink offerings to other gods to provoke me to anger. Is it I whom they provoke? Says the Lord. Is it not themselves to their own hurt? Therefore thus says the Lord God, My anger and my wrath shall be poured out on this place, on human beings and animals, on the trees of the field and the fruit of the ground it will burn and not be quenched. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Add your burnt offerings to your sacrifices and eat the flesh. For in the, for in the day that I brought your ancestors out of the land of Egypt, I did not speak to them or command them concerning burnt offerings and sacrifices. But this command I gave them, Obey my voice and I will be your God and you shall be my people. And walk only in the way that I command you so that it may be well with you. Yet they did not obey or incline their ear. But in the stubbornness of their evil will, they walked in their own counsels and looked backward rather than forward. From the day that your ancestors came out of the land of Egypt until this day, I have persistently sent all my servants, the, the prophets, to them, day after day. Yet they did not listen to me or pay attention, but they stiffened their necks. They did worse than their ancestors did. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 7-11 through 11. Look at what is before your eyes. If you are confident that you belong to Christ, remind yourself of this, that just as you belong to Christ, so also do we. Now even if we boast, even if I boast a little too much of our authority, which the Lord gave for building you up and not for tearing you down, I will not be ashamed of it. I do not want to seem as though I am trying to frighten you with my letters. For they say his letters are weighty and strong, but his bodily presence is weak and his speech contemptible. Let such people understand that what we say by letter when absent, we will also do when present. Good morning and welcome to the fifth Friday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 123, Jeremiah 7, and 2 Corinthians 10. And each of these passages... um, apart from the psalm, uh, encourages us to look forward rather than backward. In Jeremiah, 
the people are being judged, and God says, "Look, they're beyond, you know, they're beyond reproach. Uh, don't pray for them. Uh, don't intercede. Don't do any of that." Um, you know, I I told them, "Listen to my voice and obey my command." But instead, in the desert, they looked back. Um, and what that's referring to is uh, when they spent, you know, generations in slavery. They cried out on behalf of their, or on account of their taskmasters, and God heard them. Years and years of slavery, and God um, brings them out of Egypt after much, uh, you know, kind of trial through the plagues, and despite Pharaoh's hardened heart, and He finally frees them. And one of the first things they do is get nervous and look back. They look back because. You know, for the same reason that we do, you know, if you're on the diving board and you haven't learned how to dive yet, you're thinking about not wanting to be there. Uh, You're wishing you were back um, on that, you know, pool deck. You're wishing you were back, you know, in the land of Egypt um, where at least you knew what to expect. Um, One of the things, I, I listened to some political podcasts and, you know, the ending of the war in Afghanistan and Iraq, it, you know, it, strikes soldiers differently. Um, but one of the things that um, that I heard quite a bit when I was there and still, at least in an objective sense, hasn't been disproven is that, or I'm sorry, the uh, you know, way back in 2004, um, we had already, right? We had already caught Saddam Hussein um, and we were putting him on trial and we would hear through the interpreters, and sometimes directly through Iraqis who spoke English, uh, we would hear through them that, you know, it's great that you toppled Saddam, but, you know, we'd like to do this on our own now. Um, and part of, uh, the, on the one hand, on the other hand, um, you'd hear from uh, families as well, as things got really bad toward the end of my deployment, um, with the elections and some of the political uh, factions that, like, uh, Mahdi's army and everything. Um, people are already starting to say in 2005, you know, maybe it was better under Saddam. You know, there wasn't chaos. There wasn't bombings every, you know, every week. Um, sure, he was a despot, but at least he was predictable. We knew how to stay, you know, on his good, in the, under his good graces. Now, that's not the Kurds saying that, but um, the first thing that we do when things get bad is we look back. We look in a rear view mirror and think, gosh, grass was greener over there. Um, you know, we're not, we haven't, you know, reached the promised land. So in the meantime, it's, you know, it's just a figment of our imagination. With the Israelites, even when they got there, um, they had their doubts. They sent 12 spies and only two of the 12, Joshua and Caleb, um, saw, you know, what they saw. And were ready to go. Ten of the twelve spies were afraid. Uh, they they were not ready. They looked back to the wandering in the desert, rather than ahead uh, to uh, the attainment of the of the promised land. Um, and I think that's what this uh, passage in Jeremiah is calling out: look forward, don't look back. Um, you know, we may not see everything clearly. It may be over the horizon. Um, but looking back is, you know, it reflects 
a lack of confidence, lack of trust and faith in you know the person or the thing that's driving us forward. Uh, and that's why God takes you know kind of personal um, umbrage to the the people being uncertain of what lays ahead. God's promise isn't enough. Uh, you know we're we're sensory creatures. We want to see, touch, taste, feel, um, and what we can't you know verify ourselves. It's a certain kind of um, maybe not narcissism, but it's a certain kind of arrogance that um, demands evidence. Um, you know that that you yourself can can see. You know it's promised in courts. You know you have to be able to provide evidence, and it has to be able to be seen by everybody. But um, uh, when you know you're given this promise and you don't trust this person, um, you know on the one hand it does reflect on that person whether or not you can trust them. And on the other, to you know to do, to withhold, you know your your yourself, your heart, your uh, your hopes and dreams, and to withhold that, um, or to to keep looking back and to doubt it also reflects poorly on on you your lack of trust um you know not everything you know we've i've heard said before you know we we believe in plenty of things that we don't see and feel you know like a, a million dollars exists i've never seen it um but i have no reason to doubt that it exists it's never been in my hand i've never touched it or smelled it licked it uh you know it's a big stack of benjis like i know it exists I, I believe that it exists. And yet here is the God of the universe promising them a land of plenty, a land of prosperity. And all they have to do is trust. They have to look ahead to that promise, trust in the person giving that promise, and then finally um, follow that person into the promised land. A prayer for guidance from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, by whom the meek are guided in judgment and light rises up in darkness for the godly, grant us, in all our doubts and uncertainties, the grace to ask what you would have us do, that the spirit of wisdom may save us from all false choices, and that in your light we may see light, and your straight path may not stumble. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where PewPewHQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in an episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, Always family. Semper Familia.